0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Hoops podcast. I'm Ebron with my co-host, Yusuf. And in this episode, we're going to be previewing UFC 272 Covington versus Masvidal, which is going down tomorrow, uh, Saturday, March 5th. Um, and it's going to be happening in T-Mobile Arena, which I guess isn't really that relevant. Um this is like a grudge match. It's not a title bout or anything. It's just a the main event is a non-title bout. It's a grudge match. It's a complete like, it's not. There's nothing really on the line here. Like usually for a main event, usually it's like a championship fight for some weight class. But this is one of the cards where there's no championship fights as a pay per view. So there's no championship fights to sell. You know, pay per view. So they're pushing really hard with the marketing and all that. Um, but, yeah, uh, if we just get started, um, the main card is going to open up with uh, Greg Hardy versus some random guy nobody cares about. Um, honestly, I don't care about this fight. <laughs> do, you, do you care about this fight? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. I don't give a shit about Greg Hardy or anything like that. Uh, moving on, uh, the second fight, Kevin Holland, he's going to be making, I believe, I don't know if he was a welterweight before, or what, but people, I think that's like it's his welterweight debut. Kevin Holland is going to fight Alex Oliveira, not Charles Oliveira. Alex Oliveira, he's like unranked, so it's like not really that relevant. Uh, Kevin Holland, so he's, you know, he's ranked number 14 in the welterweight division. He used to be a middleweight, and I think he's moving down now. Um, I think the only thing I know about him is he went on like some big win streak, five-fight win streak, Um, I think he had five wins in 2020 or something crazy like that. But then when he fought the top people in the middleweight division, he lost. So, like, clearly he has huge holes in his game. Like, he can't grapple at all. He just can't grapple. Uh, So, um, yeah, like, like, that's all I know about him. I'm interested to see how well he does in this uh, fight. Uh, What do you think? Yeah, uh, I did see, like, um, I think I said, I saw something like about
1: how, uh kevin holland like he said like he didn't expect to be 170 pounds or something like to fight at 170 pounds but um my expectations for the fight aren't too high i think it's going to be a what three-round fight nothing nothing crazy but um uh oh actually although he's you know he's he did say that he's a troll but um uh yeah i mean i i don't i don't think it's going to be like actually I don't know. I, I think it's going to be like an alright fight. I mean, I don't have high expectations, it right, Because I don't know that much about either of them. But uh if I were to predict, I think... Well, I mean, it's number four. Uh I would predict, I'd say... I don't know, man. Olivier might win, dude. Oh,
0: I, I don't know anything about Oliveira. <laughs> yeah, I just guessed it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Holland is the favorite here. Wait, he's not
1: even ranked. Oliveira is not even yeah, ranked.
0: Yeah, he's unranked, but... Holland is barely ranked out here, dude. Because he, I don't know if he's fought at Walter before, but he, I think he's been losing a lot. Look at his like, last five hey, fights. His record isn't great. Hey,
1: so. but I do have a correction. Like, you said that, like, um, like there's nothing on the line. I think whoever wins this fight fights this month. Really? <laughs> okay, okay. We'll
0: discuss that later. I
1: vehemently, what is that word?
0: Vehemently disagree. <laughs> I don't not think that's going to happen. Actually,
1: actually, actually, you know what? Maybe Hamza might fight him. I think if it were, if it were to come now, although Bilal Muhammad is fighting, but um like I don't know April sixteenth, but yeah,
0: uh, yeah
1: it would be kinda of boring to see Masvidal or Covington fight uh Kumar Usman again because like Usman is better than both of them.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Um uh, but I guess we have nothing really to say about this fight because yeah, it's like it's Kevin Hall, he's like a he's a pretty prominent name because he really does a lot to market himself, but He's barely even ranked, and he's fighting an unranked fighter. So, like, realistically, who really cares, right? Like, but when you're watching the event, I think it's going to be a banger of a fight. Like, cause he he's a really entertaining fighter. But other than that, like, I don't see anything. But the right. next fight is Edson Barbosa versus Bryce Mitchell. Barboza is a freaking veteran of the sport, dude. Man has so many crazy knockouts. Um, and he, in my opinion, he has the second greatest knockout in UFC history. Which was against Terry Adam. He had like this spinning wheel kick or something. It's the great. It's the second greatest knockout in UFC history. Um, and he is like a ridiculously good striker, and he's fighting Bryce Mitchell. Uh, I don't know if you saw Bryce Mitchell's Ariel Halani interview. He went on the Ariel Halani show, and <laughs> it was hilarious, dude. Man, he was talking about he's like a real conspiracy theory. He doesn't believe COVID is real, apparently. Uh, he said, like, you know, like, mass shootings. Apparently, he said they were fake. So, like, I don't know if he's trying to be controversial for the sake of it. But uh, Bryce Mitchell, I think he genuinely believes all the things he was saying. Because, like, I don't know. They were just so, like, absurd, like, cancelable type things he was saying. Um, but he's... Bryce Mitchell, I know a little bit about him. He's he's a really, really good grappler. He has a second push submission in UFC history. Um, and... His record is either fourteen and zero or fourteen and one, and I'm kind of confused because I see fourteen and zero some in some places and fourteen and one in some places. Um, I'm not too sure which one it is. I think the one loss he had on his record, he lost in amateurs, but like people still display on the like ESPN, they still put that loss on his record. I'm really confused as to what his actual record is. Um, but yeah, what do you think about this?
1: I really didn't... Oh, I know Edson Barbosa. Isn't he famous because he lost to Khabib, right?
0: Yeah, he got, dude, he got, like, dragged around by Khabib for, like, three rounds. Wait,
1: wait, wait. wait. Was, was it the one that Khabib, like, um? that was, like, the most ever take-stop? No, that was another fight. Like, Khabib had, like, uh, I forgot who he fought, but, like, there was this fight where it was, like, um, that was the most takedowns, like, in UFC history, like, in a fight. Um, I'm not sure who it was, but um, I
0: don't I mean, he did take Barbosa about the town a bunch of times. Yeah. I don't. I'm not too sure. I don't think it was Barbosa. Actually, he, but, he did um, drag. He completely dragged around Barbosa like it was nothing.
1: though uh, yeah. But I do know that I do. Um. Well, I did a little bit of research, but apparently, like uh, you know, he fought in the Ultimate Fighting Championship. Uh, wait, well, no, like you know, in the Ultimate Fighter. Oh
0: yeah, who Bryce Mitchell?
1: Yeah, but you know, like I don't want to comment on his political views because like.
0: No, no, no. He was saying some genuinely, like, it was, like, you have to see the interview, but, like, he was on there, right? And he was, like, so, usually it's at interviews, which means that Ariel Helwani will ask questions about, you know, like, oh, what's your next fight? And, like, where do you want to see yourself? Like, you know, like, how far are you from a title shot? And then, so, he was, like, no, Ariel, I want to interview you. And then he just straight up starts asking Ariel Helwani about politics. Well, no, like- His his views were, like, conspiracy theory, like, crazy like, misinformation level, like, it was hilarious,
1: no, but, like, the reason I don't want to say anything is because, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he's, if it's, like, an act, because, like, like, we literally saw Kobe Covington, like, that's, like, the man knows, like, he's acting to get, like, you know, to basically, t- to draw an audience, so, I mean, WWE, that's the same thing, like, you have to be an actor, and, you know, I wouldn't be surprised Like. I like, deep down, maybe he – I don't think – I don't know. I, I don't know who he is. Like, I, I. like you know, I don't know who he is as a person. But, like, you know, if – I don't I, – like, there's a side of me that says, like, I don't genuinely think he believes that. Or, like, I think he's doing it to promote views, but, yeah.
0: I, I don't know, man. It, it's it's kind of weird. Like, the – you can say – you can have an act, right? But the stuff he was saying was, like, like, COVID is fake and all that. That's, like – That's not something, when you're having an act, that's not what you would say. Like, uh, It's just kind of too far. It's like, I think he genuinely believes it. Like, I I don't know. I feel like he genuinely believes it. But he seems like really wholesome. If you watch the UFC embeddings and all that, he seems like a really wholesome guy, apparently. He has his own farm or something. I don't know what that is. Um, But it's a pretty, it's like a featherweight fight. They're both featherweights. Um, Barbosa's ranked number 10. He's ranked number 11. Uh, It's kind of, if bryce mitchell wins it'll be kind of like you know like a passing of the torch moment kind of like uh you know because like barbosa is like a veteran and stuff um and he's still pretty good but like bryce mitchell like this young prospect who's like undefeated or not undefeated according to some people i don't know what his actual record is If he actually has a loss or not um he's like a grappler and usually grappler grapplers They do well against strikers. Like, if they take them down, then they can win a whole round just by staying on them, like, keeping position. Um, But his striking is not great. Uh, I don't think it's, like, too... It's just mostly, like... he, He won't really hurt you with, like, his striking at all. So, it's just, like, he's just trying to take you down. He's just trying to, like, jab and then try and go for a single leg or something like that. I don't think it's anything too crazy. Barbosa, man. Barbosa's a freaking monster. If you look at his knockouts, um, he has a win. I know Barbosa has a win over Benio Dariush. Um, he has a win. Let's see, I know he has some like really, really good wins. Uh, I don't remember if he beat. I think he lost to Paul Felder, but like I don't know. It was like a BS split decision or something. Like he He's like a veteran. Um, and I think he's just trying to get back. He lost to Giga Chikadze. I think I believe like that was his recent loss, one of his recent losses, um like a year ago, I think. Uh and I think he's just trying to get back into the win column. Uh so yeah. Um, uh, what do you think about Barbosa? Uh
1: well actually respect him because um I think I think he's a good fighter. i d I've watched a couple of his fights. Um I don't know, I think it's gonna be a good fight. I think it's a good type of like, you know, a good uh kind of like a good fight to get people like excited for the main fight, but If I were to predict, Barbosa probably wins. Um, But you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if Bryce Mitchell becomes like the next Kobe Covington through his like character. But I think Barbosa wins that fight.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think, yeah, probably the same. Barbosa is just like, his striking is on another. Like he's one of the best strikers in the featherweight division. The only person who's better than him is probably like Max Holloway. Uh actually you know what there's a few good people. Actually, you know what? Featherweight has a bunch of good people. Never mind. (laughs) Like I forgot how stacked Featherweight is with like Max Holloway. Volkanovsky is like a really good striker. Ortega's decent. He just got pieced up by you know Volkanovsky and Holloway. But that's nothing that like, you know, that doesn't mean he's trash and stand-up. Um yeah, but he's he's a very good striker. Uh but yeah, I probably think Barbosa. But if we move on to the co-main event, um, this okay so i'll say this right this card by itself if you look at it like in terms of name value it's not very like it's pretty weak this is a really weak card if you really think about it i know there were supposed to be some big fights on this card like there was supposed to be some title fights but like a lot of people pulled out um like i think max Holloway versus volkanovsky was supposed to be on this that didn't happen um I think Peter Yan was supposed to rematch Alderby Sterling for the title. I don't think that happened either. Uh, There were some... There's a a couple other fights I'm forgetting right now that were supposed to happen on this card and it just weren't there. So, like, this card by itself, like, the co-main event here is Rafael dos Andros versus Renato Moicano. Okay, that is not worthy of a co-main event in my opinion. That's like a a garbage co-main event. Um, But, you know... Like, I, it's just like what happened, happened, right? Hell of people have been pulling out of fights. Uh, I don't think the UFC had a choice. They had to throw together a pay per view. Um, so, Dos Anjos... So, basically, here was a story, right? So, originally, this was Rafael Dos Anjos versus, and it was supposed to be the number 11 rank, or yeah, I think it was number 11 rank, like Rafael Kazib. And that fell through because Kazib can't get a visa. And And then there was some drama about like Islam Bakachev like offering to step in because he literally just fought a week ago against Bobby Green and just destroyed him. And he took no damage in that fight. So it's like, okay, yeah, he could probably do it. Um, And they wanted to do a catch weight of 170 pounds. And he accepted it on Twitter. But then I don't know what happened if the UFC didn't want to make that fight or what. But it just ended up not happening. Like there's some, like Dana like said, like I don't know if he said like Islam turned it down. I don't know if it was. Him, I don't know if Islam ever accepted the fight in the first place because we know his manager Ali Abdelaziz. He manages all his fighter's Twitter's. Like he tweets out. It's a well-known thing that he'll tweet out things from fighter fighters Twitter accounts, and he'll be like, I don't know. He, he's just known to be there. because like the fighters aren't going to trash talk on their own that much. Islam is certainly not going to trash talk on his own. So like all the trash talking tweets that his Twitter account makes, it's all Ali, right? It's all Ali, and. I don't, like, it's kind of weird because this co-main event could have actually been really good. It could have been Rafael Dos versus Islam Akashic. But it's unfortunately Renato Moikano. So why, what do you think about the whole situation with Islam and, like, I don't know if he pulled out or what, but what do you think about all that?
1: Yeah, I love, I love seeing it because, like, um, I think I saw something about, like, Hamset too. Like, he's like, hey, uh, like, uh, I think yeah, I'll start with Khabib, though. Like, Khabib is like, you know, send me a location, send me a location, and then he was like, uh, you know, like he can fight someone and then like give him like fifteen minutes rest and then he'll fight another person and I actually you know I, I really wanted Dana to do it because like I would like like I don't know if the, like Khabib actually means it, but if he does, like that would be such like that'd be like kind of like a big moment for the sport, but at the same time, like here are a couple of things like if he were to fight two times, then basically you're implying that the first person's gonna lose, right.
0: Wait, what do you mean?
1: Wait, what do you mean? Like, you know, you know, like the idea that like someone's going to fight two times in a day? Well, no, no, I don't mean two, I, I didn't mean two times in a day. Really. Yeah. <laughs> wait, no, what are you talking like, about? like a tangent, like I'm talking, it's like a tangent of like, like how Islam could fight two times. Oh, wait, who would he fight two times? No, like, you know, like in the sense that like he'd fight two times in one day. <laughs>
0: yeah, who would he fight two times in one day? Like who would his opponents be? Oh, 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 oh,
1: Oh, yeah no i'm tripping yeah no and i know like um yeah maybe i was i don't know i i yeah i was thinking about something else because i was watching a clip and like hamza and khabib were like yeah i can fight like you know two people in one day and i, I thought i thought that's what you meant by islam but yeah i did see i, I didn't see what you're saying about like um how uh you know like i like a lot of people aren't sure if like islam pulled away or if like you know it was like a like you know he actually got offered the fight but i think that um
0: but who's uh for who Rafael? That would have been a good fight, though. Yeah, um, like both fights would have been good because um Rafael Fiziev, he's he's a really entertaining striker. Um, and Dos Santos can strike as well, and he's a former champion. And Fazeev is on the come up right now. I think he's on a win streak. I don't know what exactly it is, like seven or whatever, but he's been like destroying everybody. And his last fight, I did see it. It was against Brad Riddell. I think. Rodell was like number 13 or number 12, and he beat him. Um, but that fight fell through, and then the Islam fight fell through. I don't know if he didn't accept it. I'm not sure what happened with all that. But now we have Renato Moicano. okay? This guy's unranked. But he, from my understanding, he was actually really good. He used to be a featherweight, okay? Uh, apparently, he was top five at feather, featherweight. And then he moved up to, like, because that wake-up was probably crazy. Um, and now he's trying to get into the rankings and, you know, do all that. He has a win over Calvin Tater, who's a, who's a freaking monster. Tater, um, we just saw him, like, freaking slice up Giga Chikadze, just stopped that hype train immediately, like, stopped, I don't know what kind of win streak. I think Giga was on an eight-fight win streak. He stopped that hype, like, destroyed him, like, five rounds, like, you know, destroyed him. So if you have a win over Calvin Tater, you've got to be good. He was actually... He fought on the last pay-per-view. He fought on the Israel Adesanya versus Robert Whitaker pay-per-view. He was also part of the main card of that one. Uh, he fought Alexander Hernandez, and he won. I, can't, I don't know. He just won. Um, and the this fight is just not worthy of a co cool main event, in my opinion, because like he's not well-known at all. Nobody knows we're not totally fine, okay? Dos Andres is well-known, but... like, Okay, most likely Dos Andres will win, okay? Most likely, because... Moicano apparently he like he only he had to cut so this is not a catch rate of like 160 pounds and like Moicano I think he got here like five days ago or something basically he had like five or six days to cut 20 pounds which is crazy like that's he's nowhere near healthy coming into this fight he hasn't had a training camp like those Andres are gonna win this so it's like we all know who's gonna win and it's, this guy's not even ranked looking uh, in my opinion, this is not worthy of a co-main event. Like, do you th- I, I don't know what you think. Do you think this is co- worthy of a co-main event or what?
1: Uh, uh I think it's going to be uh, – well, I think I think it's a co-main event because, like, um, Rafael Dos Anos is in it. But I don't know the opponent too much. But if he does win, it would be like an underdog story. But to be honest, I kind of want to talk about the other one, <laughs> the main event.
0: Yeah. This fight is just not that exciting. Like we all know Dos Andres is gonna win. Um I honestly I've never seen Dos Andres fight. So I'm interested to see he's ranked number six right now in the division. But yeah, I don't know. The UFC kind of like fumbled the bag. I don't know with what if they even offered the fight. I think they did offer the fight to Islam. I don't know what happened with that. But the main event is finally usually it's a championship fight. It's not a championship fight this time. It's Jorge Masvidal versus Kobe Covington. So Kobe Covington right now, he's ranked number one in the welterweight division. He's off, coming off a loss to Kamaru Usman. It was actually, you know what? That was a pretty close fight. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, like, some people were saying Kobe won that, but nobody really agreed with them that much. But, like, he did land a lot of strikes. Like, he, he got dropped in the second round. But after that, like, he came back and he was actually doing really well. And he didn't get finished at all in that fight. And he's coming off a loss to Kamaru, right? But that's not... Like, that's not that big of a deal. You know, like, there's no shame in losing to the champion. So he's still ranked number one. Masvidal is ranked number six, okay? Um, now, the general sentiment in this whole fight is that, like, Covington will win because Covington had better performances against the champion than Masvidal did. Like, Masvidal... He got dominated for five rounds in his first fight against Usman. In his second fight against Usman, he just got knocked out cold. Like, it wasn't even... Like, he got knocked out cold in the first round. So, it wasn't anything close. Um, And Covington did better against Usman. So, it's like, oh, yeah, Covington's going to win this one, right? Um, But the whole storyline in this fight is that they were former roommates and they had some bad blood. Uh, they used to train at the same gym, American Top Team, and now Kobe's at a different gym. And there's just bad luck. Like Kobe Covington just been insulting him personally just so much. Because, dude, <laughs> the press conference was horrible. Okay, uh, did you watch the press conference?
1: Yeah, I watched a little bit.
0: of It was garbage, right? It was like, it was horrible. It was not funny at all. It was like it was complete cringe. Okay, and. Like, it's just like, here's one you know, like, these guys are really trying to sell a fight, right? And, like, they're not letting, okay. You know, okay. You know how, like, uh, there's like a style, there's like an art to selling fights, like having an entertaining press conference, like, Connor's mastered it. There's been people throughout, like, US history have been good at, like, Chael Sonnen. That guy was, like, he knew exactly how to sell a fight, he knew exactly what to do, like, he knew how he was like quick witted, like you know, he was a witty guy. He knew how to do it. These guys aren't they're technically pay-per-view stars. Covington is technically a pay-per-view star. His fight with Usman sold 700 k Masvidal's fights with Usman broke a million, I think. Um, so they're like they're both technically pay-per-view stars, but they're just doing kind of a bad job of actually making the press conference entertaining. Like that press conference was garbage. And when you have bad blood like this, usually you expect to have like a banger of a press conference where they're actually letting each other talk and like, you know, getting off actual roasts. But this one, they weren't even letting each other talk. It was kind of bad. But if you on to the fighting styles, Hamilton is a grappler, right? And Masvidal is more of a striker. And usually grapplers win. That's a general, you know, that's a general thing. Um, who do you think is going to win? Like, what's your like, Prediction slash breakdown.
1: All right, I want Masvidal to win, but I have a feeling that Covington will win. But um, when I look at their last fights, like um against Usman, um, you know, I think that uh, you know, Covington is more of like a he did he tried to, to do more takedowns than Masvidal last time they fought. Um, like when Covington fought uh, Usman, like um, you know, he tried to take down Usman eleven times. When Masvidal fought Usman. Masvidal didn't even try to take him down, so uh, that is one part of it. I do think that, like, I think that the only way that Masvidal wins is like in the first or second round. I think if it goes more than three or four rounds, then Covington wins. But I wouldn't be surprised if Covington wins. Like that, I'll put it like that in my heart. I would probably want Masvidal to win because it would be like, uh, like kind of like a good story, you know, blah blah blah. But I wouldn't be surprised if Covington lost but um or what am i saying i wouldn't be surprised if he won but i don't know i think the question would be that if he won would he fight osman again cuz if he did win i wouldn't want to fight i, I, I don't want to see that fight again i think that osman beat him two times and i think hamza is next in in the division but yeah
0: i agree dude neither of these neither of these guys so here's the thing like this is a main event and usually like what is compelling about a fight is that there's something on the line right Either it's like a a title eliminator match where it's like the fight that was supposed to happen between Islam and Benilde Aryush. It's like both of these guys deserve, they're on win streaks and they deserve to fight for the title. But like, we'll just let them duke it out. Whoever wins, they get a title shot, right? That's a title eliminator. There's a lot on the line, right? This one, they have both already lost to the champion. So like, they're not going to get another, they're not going to get a rematch. So it's like, damn, like, does this, is, how much does this fight really need? Um, and nobody, I really don't think that either of these guys deserve a rematch with uh, Usman or like a, like, if either of them win, they should get a third fight with him because they already lost like twice. And both of, both of the victories were decisive. It's not like a BS flip decision win or anything like that. They were both like, you know, they, they were both actual losses. Besides the second Covington fight, It went to decision, and, like, it was pretty close, but I think Osman was still, like, he was still decisive, like, one, three rounds, you know what I mean? Um, So, yeah, like, that's what I think, like, it's not, like, the most they have to market out of this fight is, like, bad luck. They've been, like, trying, they've been, like, doing so many interviews over the past few days, like, just trashing each other in the media, and that's all, like, the whole storyline is just bad blood, and it's a, just a grudge match. Um, and, you know what? Covington is the favorite, which is understandable. He's a minus 320 favorite. Um, I think that makes sense, because he's a grappler. Grapplers usually win against strikers, but I think that, you know what? I think this fight is going to be closer than people think. Like, Masvidal, he was first overrated, right? He got, like, kind of a fluke win against Askren. Like, he can't really wrestle, and Askren probably would have beat him if, let's say, he didn't knee him and, like, Askren got a hold of him. Like, Askren would have beat him probably. Like, he probably would have just lay and prayed him, grappled the hell out of him, right? And he kind of got lucky with that win. So, he was kind of overrated. And then a win over Nate Diaz. Like, come on now, Nate Diaz. How much – like, Nate Diaz is unranked, okay? Like, yeah, he has a weird, unique fighting style and everybody loves him, but he's not actually that good. So like he was kind of overrated going into the Usman fight a little bit. Um By casuals, I mean. By casuals, he was overrated. Then he, he fought him twice and he lost both, both times. And then he got knocked out for the first time in his career, actually. By Usman, he got finished for the first time. And now he's kind of underrated. Like people are like, oh yeah, he's like, he's kind of, the sentiment around him is that he's washed, um, which his chin could be compromised. Because, like, some fighters, like, when they go through a brutal, like, brutal, brutal knockout, sometimes their chin never, like, their chin is done. Like, they never recover. Or even if their chin could actually, like, let's say in training, they can take a really hard punch so their chin isn't compromised. But in an actual fight, they're gun-shy, and they don't want to, like, take too many risks. Um, that That does happen to people. Um, So we don't know how Masvidal is going to look coming out of this fight. He was supposed to fight Leon Edwards, okay, Um, on the UFC 269 card, which that card was the Fourier versus Olivera fight. Um, He was supposed to fight Leon Edwards then, but he pulled out due to a rib injury. Um, So yeah, like he hasn't fought in a little, like Masvidal hasn't fought in a bit, um, but Yeah, like, the the whole thing is, like, Covington is a grappler and Masvidal is, like, the striker. And I kind of agree with what you said. I think it's, like, Covington by decision or Masvidal by knocking. And Masvidal has to get him out of there in, like, by the third round, is going to be hella tired, I feel like. But, like, he's kind of underrated now. Like, people forget how good he actually was. Um... He was a bit overrated by the casual fans, right? Because, like, when he first, like, you know, knocked out Ben Aspen and he became, like, a giant viral star. But he did have a... He knocked out Darren Till. And at the time, Darren Till was, like, ranked number two or, not like, in the division or something. So that's a legit win right there. So, like, he really did deserve to fight for the title. As overrated as he might have been, he did deserve that title shot. Um, although it was on six days notice. I forgot how pulled out. Um, but what's your official prediction?
1: Uh, I'd say that Covington wins. I think Covington wins. But I do want Masvidal to win. But I think it's an intriguing fight. But I think what's more intriguing is, like, who fights who after. Because uh, in UFC 273, people are saying that Gilbert Burns will fight uh, Hamza. And I think that will be a really good fight. Because Gilbert Burns is number two. uh, And Hamza's 11. And I think Hamza's underranked, like, in the sense that, like, you know he's young and like he hasn't fought much, but I think if he de- if he beats Gilbert Burns, then I think he's next for a title shot. But have you heard what's been going on with uh, Kamaru Usman? Like he wants to fight um, Canelo Alvarez. That'd be pretty interesting.
0: Well, like a super fight. Um,
1: yeah. and that'd be cool.
0: It would just be some big money fight. But we all know that Usman—he's not even like a, his boxing. Is, boxing is not even his base. He's like not even actually that good. Um. But it would let him cycle steroids easier because in boxing, there's no drug testing like that. He would be able to cycle steroids easier. He would not have to worry about getting around USADA. Or, you know what? How would that work? Actually, I'm actually I'm curious. Because, like, if you go to box, are you still in USADA's testing pool? I, I would... Like, you know USADA has a testing pool, right? Um, so, like, like, the way like the USADA's testing pool works is, like, basically... If you're a UFC fighter on the roster, okay, you could be. You, you can't just start cycling steroids, get like a couple cycles in in between fights. So they're gonna do random drug tests on. Um, so if you're in the drug test, and you're in the you start a testing pool, then you're getting randomly drug tested. But like, I guess if you, if you're not even competing in the UFC for like a year, like Connor took like dead ass took like two years off just to go box Floyd Mayweather and make a bunch of money. It took like a year off to train and they had the fight and the build up. Um, are you still in the testing pool? Because you're not even fighting in the USC at that point. I, I would assume you're still in the USANA testing pool. Um, clearly, USANA is not working because Usman is like juice to the gills. <laughs> There's so many steroids. That guy's juiced. Like, he's just such a cheater. I swear to God. Uh, CEO of EPO. Is that his nickname? CEO of EPO. Yeah, nah, he, he's one hundred percent, one hundred percent. You don't develop. There's so many. Okay, it will take too long for me to like explain, like you know, why he's on steroids. Like there's like how the different symptoms, um, all that stuff. But you mentioned Chimaera versus Bird. I think that is scheduled for tomorrow. Uh, not tomorrow, <laughs> the next pay per view event. I believe. Um, it is scheduled. Um, I think that's going to be a good fight. Because that's that might be a title, not a title eliminator. Because Burns, if you remember, Burns already fought Leswan for the final. Yeah. and he got finished. So I don't know. I, I, he didn't really do that well. He kind of he just got finished. It wasn't that good.
1: Um, yeah. Oh, my bad. I was gonna say um, the Lisbon and uh, um, and Cano Alvarez fight. That'd be a really good fight because they're like the same height. They're like both one seventy pounds. But you know, this one he's not even interested in coming to Moscow, like although he is, like he said, he's gonna watch it. But he he said that he wants to fight Leon Edwards and then, um, Cadell Alvarez, so I don't and know then
0: he's gonna that. conveniently dodge plums. That you know, what now I wanted to have this discussion, okay? Do you think Leon Edwards deserves a title shot? I okay, I'll start. I do not he does not deserve a title shot. Leon Edwards does not deserve a title shot. Okay? And I know what you're gonna say. Oh, he's on a nine-fight win streak. That's nine in a row. It's okay, it's not nine in a row because he had a no contest. He freaking- Wait, What poked, happened? What happened
1: with him and uh Bilal Muhammad?
0: Yeah, he poked Bilal Muhammad in the eyes. Okay, he freaking sliced his eye out. So no, he's not on a nine-fight win streak. Okay, stop that. He's not on a nine-fight win streak. And Oh, Arvin. sorry. Yeah, he technically was on a win streak, but he had a no contest. So right now he's not on a win streak, even if you don't count that. You're not allowed to just not count no contest. That's not how it works. Um, I don't think he believes, uh, I don't think he deserves a title shot because usually to get a title shot, you have to beat two top 10 ranked opponents, okay? Two or three. Usually it's like, uh, like, oh, like, you know, you break into the top 10 and you be like, number seven, and then you beat somebody else, like, number six, and then you beat a top five opponent and there's your final shot right there, right? So, like, big, high-stakes matches against really, really good people, the best in the world, right? You're beating the best in the world. Edwards has not had none of those fights. He has, I don't think he's beat any, he's never, in his win streak, he's never beat anybody who's a top five fighter or a top 10 fighter. He beat, like, a Nate Diaz, but Nate Diaz is unranked, and he's not even that good. That doesn't mean anything. That's not going to get you a title shot. You don't get a title shot off of beating, and like, a bunch of unranked people. You beat a bunch of unranked people, and then you get to fight a... Then you, get, you earn the chance to even fight somebody in the top 10 or top 15. So I don't think he deserves a title shot because... And, like, right now, if you tell him, oh, you know, like, yo, Leon, you don't deserve the title shot, like, which had, the UFC has told him that. Like, oh, you need to fight somebody in the top five. He'll just say no, because he just ducks people. He's a pussy. He, he, he ducks people, okay? And I know he's had some fights.
1: Like, whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. He's had some fights that have been canceled, so not all of it was his fault. But apparently, up in the beginning of his like UFC run, I think he was like 2-1-0 or 3-0 or something, the UFC offered him the fight. And apparently, he turned it down. Again, yo, no surprise there, right? Because he ducks everybody. And apparently, the UFC told him, you have to fight him. Otherwise, we'll strip you from the rankings. We'll, we'll take you away from the rankings. And only then did he accept the fight. Okay? And then that fight was canceled because of COVID, because Hamza got COVID, um, which that's a whole other discussion whether COVID destroyed his cardio because his cardio hasn't been tested at all. Um, and like historically, and when I say historically, I mean like from what we've seen, like not as in, oh COVID was around like five years ago. Um, it's kind of destroyed. Like COVID has destroyed a lot of fighters' cardio. Like they're, they just haven't had the same endurance. And we'll have to see how COVID affected Hamza because all of his fights have been finished in like the first or second round. So it's like he hasn't really been tested like that. Um, but yeah, that's like okay. I, I don't know. Oh yeah, Leon Edwards. I do not think Leon Edwards deserves a title shot. <laughs> do you think he deserves a title shot?
1: Uh, I mean. No, not really, because, I mean, he's not that intriguing as, like, um, like a fighter than Hamza. I, I think I'm, I'm kind of a, a Hamza fan. That's why I say it like that. But to be honest, like, what, Hamza has 3.2 million followers on Instagram. Leon Edwards, I don't know, give or take, what, a million followers probably?
0: Um, Probably less than that, to be honest.
1: Two hundred and fifty thousand followers. So that's oh, way fast. less. <laughs> Nobody yeah, cares so, about Leon Edwards. Okay, but I do think I do think people are kind of trying to dodge Humset because I, I think that within two or three fights he's gonna win the whole thing, like the, the, the division. But um, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I would my in my like if I were to choose, I'd rather have Homsat fight because I think he's a better, more intriguing fighter. But at the same time, I do realize that like rankings matter, and Leon Edwards is higher. But I do think that, like, I think it depends on, I, I would probably want them, I'd probably want Leon Edwards to fight, and then Hamzat to fight, like, in the sense that, like, maybe they fight each other, and then the winner fights Kumar Usman, but my whole thing is within two or three fights, I'm going to see um, a title shot for that, that, that I'd be happy if I see that.
0: Well, I agree. I agree. And, like, the reason I say that is because um, his next fight is going to be Gilbert Burns. I think it's scheduled. I think they announced it. And... Gilbert Burns is number two. There's your top five win, right? So I said, like, what? Two top 10 wins or, like, maybe two or three top 10 wins. Or if it's, like, a big, big win, you'll get a title shot off of it. Like, a big, big big, big win, meaning, like, you beat somebody very highly ranked and you dominate them. So, like, if Hamza just destroys Gilbert Burns in the first round, just out grapples the hell out of him, then, yeah, like, that's worthy of a title shot because he did that over somebody who's number two in the division. And he did that over somebody who's like one of the best in the world, right? Leon Edwards has not done that against like somebody who's the best in the world or anything like that. He hasn't done that. He's beat a bunch of unranked bums and Nate Diaz. I don't. I'm not going to call Nate Diaz a bum because he's actually like a, he has a very unorthodox fighting style, but he's unranked. I let to be honest here. Um, but Hamzat, I think what he wants to do is he wants to fight Burns, win against Burns as a plan. I think he wants to fight the winner of. Masvidal and Covington and like if he fights either Masvidal or Covington both of those guys are pre view stars that's going to boost his stock even more if he gets a win over them and then if he fights for the title the hype will be all there but I don't think Osman wants to fight him I think Osman wants to beat Leon Edwards it's a winnable fight for Osman you know and then he can retire and then because like how many contenders is he going to go through here right um, I don't think he's going to be same tier's record of like you know, what is it? I think same tier has like nine or something title defenses. Um, I don't think he's going to do that, I don't think he's going to get there just because of how old he is. His knees are destroyed. Um, steroids ruin your body, so like I don't know how much his body can take. The steroids is pumping, uh, so, <laughs> so like I, I think. He, like, I think Osman wants to fight Edwards and then just be done with it. And whenever, if you noticed, I don't know if you noticed this, but in the UFC 268 lead-up, Osman uh, versus Mas- uh, Usman versus Covington 2 lead-up, whenever anybody brought up thumbs up getting a title shot, he always started talking about retirement. He was like, oh, you know, I need to retire. I want to spend time with my daughter. And everybody was like, well ah. He's, like, scared of him. Um, so, yeah, like, I don't think that Osman really wants to fight him. But then Osman has made his way through a bunch of... Like, he, he's deep burns. He's beat... Like, that's, like, three legit contenders right there that he's beat so far. And I, I'm not going to say... I don't want to say he's scared, but, like, I don't think he wants to go through, like, another brutal training camp and then face, like, this monster in Chemaya, who's, like, literally a middleweight, but he just cuts weight, depletes himself to get the welterweight which I guess Usman does also does that, but, like, still, we, he's never seen anything like Shemaya. Um, but, yeah, we're what were we talking about again? Um, I don't know how we got to Chamaya, but... Oh, yeah, Leanna, oh, yeah you're
1: talking about, like, uh, how kind of, like, people kind of... Oh, my my point was, like, in the next two or three fights, I'd like to see Hans that fight by the time shot. Sure.
0: Yeah, and that's what I think. And... Okay, okay. Here's the thing, right? So, I what I don't like saying is that Leon Edwards is a boring fighter, or not a like he's he is kind of a boring fighter where like he doesn't get finishes. So like, of course, he's fighting unranked bums, okay, and he's not finishing them that much. So like, of course, like of course, he's not going to deserve a title shot. Um, like, he, so my whole thing with Leon is I don't like saying that he's a boring like fighter or he doesn't market himself like. You know, he just never talks trash to anybody. He never like tries to market himself. I don't really care about that that much because I'm going to copy Kobe you okay? Slightly copy Kobe you. This is the ultimate fighting championship, not the ultimate acting championship, okay? This is not the ultimate marketing championship where you want to market yourself the best. It should be about your fighting ability. Okay, so it's like I don't, I can dismiss the fact that he's boring as hell and doesn't even care about marketing himself. I can dismiss that, but like you don't have any, he doesn't have any legit wins, he doesn't have a signature win or anything like that. He doesn't have a title eliminator belt. In what world does he deserve to fight for the title? Like, does he just want to wait until Osman beats everybody? And there's a bunch of contenders here who are like willing to fight more than him. Bilal Muhammad just beat Stephen Thompson, who is ranked number five. That's a top five win right there. He's gonna fight Luque, who's number four. That's two top five wins. Does that make him worthy of the title shot? He's beat people who are better than, like that's like two top five opponents. That's more than Leon Edwards has beat. And I know I'm hating on the Edwards right now, um, but I don't care. You can't, des- you can't demand an undeserved title shot. That's what I don't like. Um, but I will say this as an exception. Okay, Leon Edwards, he does have a win over Vicente Luque, who's number four, but it was when they were both unranked. So it wasn't like a risky fight or anything. It wasn't like a high-stakes match. They were both unranked when they fought, and it was a while back. So it doesn't, in my opinion, that doesn't hold that much weight. Um, But yeah, that's my Leon Edwards rant. Um, Let's just get uh, official predictions for who you think is going to win the main event of UFC 272.
1: I'm sad to say this, but I think Miles, I think Covington wins. But I I want Miles Vidal to win. But I do think that Covington comes out and wins. Yeah, why do you want Masvidal to win? It's just a better storyline. You just really? have to, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Well,
0: I don't know. Both of them. Like, I don't really care who wins. You know why? Because both of them are not going to be able to fight for the title. They're just going to be top five gatekeepers.
1: Like. If Not any fighter that... goes on a win streak, they'll be there to, like, try and stop it. I think that's what they can do. Although, something that's interesting is that if Masvidal loses, is that the end of his career? He's 37 years old. Uh, I think he'll put on a... He's
0: been trying to fight... So, like, Kobe wants to fight... After this, he wants to fight Poirier. Uh, He's been trying to angle for that fight. Um, And he called out... Or he said he would be interested in fighting Adesanya, which makes zero sense at all. But what? Adesanya? Uh, That doesn't make any sense. Um, But Poirier is like a marketable fight. And Mazda wants to rematch Nate Diaz for some reason. I don't know why. He already destroyed Nate Diaz. It doesn't make any sense. He pieced up Nate Diaz. I I don't know why he would want to do that, but he's angling for it. And people love Nate Diaz and they want to see him fight. But as for my official prediction, um, now I predicted a few main events correct in a row, okay? I had Oliveira by submission in the UFC 269 event. 268, I had Usman, but that was like a, that doesn't count. Like everybody knew he was gonna win. 270, I had Ganu by knockout, but he just won by decision, which nobody expected. 271, I had Adesanya by unanimous decision. That happened. And by the way, um, Robert Whitaker got robbed. I'm just gonna say it, Robert Whitaker got robbed. Um, but now coming to UFC 272. I think I'm going to have a very specific prediction, okay? I think 48-47, 48-47, 48-47, by unanimous decision, Kobe Covington. (laughs) I think Kobe Covington is winning. And 48-47 is very, very close.
1: Okay, that's a very close thing. I'm going to make my prediction. But there's a lot of conditions. Okay. If it... I think that Masvidal... Okay, if it's past round two, then i don't think masvidal stands a good chance but i say like this is a bold prediction i think masvidal wins in uh two rounds so masvidal by second round
0: knockout
1: okay like that's a bold prediction but that could, no that
0: could very well happen because masvidal no, actually a, very underrated
1: that's like, a bold. Him. that's a bold prediction but if i were to like come back to my senses and like just thinking about like a pessimistic view or kind of like a more realistic view i'd be like yeah, Covington probably wins because he's younger. He's fought better he against better champions, and uh, but I do think that I don't know. I mean, I, I think that, like I said, round two, Masvidal. But if I'm wrong in the sense that like Masvidal doesn't get a knockout in round two, I think Covington wins at least bare minimum. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously that's gonna happen, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I really hope this isn't a boring fight, dude. Because like. This card already doesn't have a lot of main value on it, um, and I just really hope it's not a boring main event because, like, they've been like talking a lot of trash, okay. And if they just don't back it up, like, for example, this is the last thing I'm going to say, and we're going to end it. But Sean Strickland, he's been talking a lot. Like he he's been talking a lot in the media. Like, oh yeah, he's actually like a psychopath or something. The character, I don't know if it's a character he plays or he, a lot of people believe that he's an actual psychopath. But like, he's like, oh yeah, I want to kill people. I People think there's something wrong with him, okay? But then in the cage against Jack Hermanson, he was the exact opposite. He was, like, backing away from him and jabbing, staying out of his range. He fought like a pussy. And people are like, dude, you're going to act like a, a psychopath and then fight like that? Like, come on now. Like, nah. A lot of people lost respect for him if they had any respect because, like, he's a good fighter. Um, I really hope it's not like that. I really hope it's just not, like, a jab fest. Um... Where like they're just staying out of each other's range, don't want to get knocked out. I hope they just brawl. I, I'd have to, I'd rather have this be like a tie to mebasa, Derek Lewis type brawl, which is not going to happen because they're not heavyweights. But I'd have it, I'd rather have it be like that.
1: Hey, how I come mean, you didn't talk about Tiger fighting? Come on, man. You know, talk he's fighting what? to one, right? Tiger, uh, Ulan Bekov. Who? Yeah. Oh, really? Now you're going to do this? Wait, who? He's like Wait, the cousin. He's like Oh, you mean Omar Namagamero? No, his name is Tiger Ulan Bekoff. He's uh, he's fighting at, he's fighting Tim Elliott for the flyweight division in the flyweight. Oh,
0: oh, he's fourteen and one. Okay, he's a bantamweight though. Oh, um, yeah.
1: No, he's a fighter. No,
0: no, no. He's a, he's one hundred thirty four pound or one thirty five. Um which is weight, or that's what it says on the website. The UFC website sucks, by the way. But if somebody from the UFC is watching this, bro, your website is ass. No, it doesn't no, even work properly. No one's watching this, but yeah. Yeah, nobody's watching <laughs> this, so it doesn't matter, but it, the website is pretty garbage. But I don't think they got the weight wrong. That would be crazy. They did have the rankings wrong on Renato Moicano. Um, yesterday, I was looking at it. They had the guy as number 11 ranked. He's <laughs> just not ranked at all. I don't know why they had it as that. Um. It's just number six, Dos Andros versus Renato Muay So, yeah, this guy, uh, Tagir, he's on like the early prelims. Um, wait, is Omar Namagamanov related to Khabib as well? Who? Omar Namagamanov? <laughs> he's like right above him on the card. I don't
1: know. I mean,
0: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there is a guy in the UFC. His name is Sayid Namagamanov. He's not related to Khabib, apparently. He, he just—he has the same last name. He's just not related to Khabib. He's not even that great of a grappler. He's like a striker mostly. I I saw him fight. Um, he's actually really entertaining. I, I saw one of his fights. He was pretty entertaining. Um,
1: he, he like the submitted
0: gun. the guy in the first round. You're saying Omar is related to him to Khabib?
1: Yeah, long cousin.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Um, well, I mean, I don't really know anything about these two guys. Cause oh, wait a minute, Tagir is actually. Ranked number 15. Okay, I didn't know he was that good. He's actually ranked 14 and 1. Okay, this is actually kind of well. Okay, he's making his way up the rankings. Like, a couple more fights, he'll be top 10 as long as he wins. Um, I don't have anything to say about... Oh, it says flyweight. See, see, this is what I mean. Flyweight is 125 pounds, right? But it set, it puts their weight at 135. So it, that doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. The UFC website is broken. Um, but anyways, that's it for this episode. Uh, to reiterate, my thing is forty-eight, forty-seven my unanimous decision, Kobe Covington. I have Kobe Covington win, winning my decision. That, that's what my prediction is. That'll be like five predictions right in a row for main events if I get this prediction right. Uh, but yeah, that's it for this episode. Stay tuned for the next pay-per-view. I'm not sure what the next pay-per-view is um, yeah, I'm not sure what it is, but uh, yeah, peace.